This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. Oakley Show, great day for talk radio. You know, it's always a treat when uh, our friend Mark Stein is in-house. International best-selling author and host of the Mark Stein Show finds his way past security, surprisingly. How are things, Mark? <laughs> yeah, I made it I made it into the country. That's that's the problem with the refugee processing right there. I just got straight in. Well, you know what? Uh, there's such a backlog, they might have just said, you jumped the queue because, honest to God, uh, it's going to be a five-year waiting process to determine whether you're legit or street legal. Yeah. This we found out from the AG, got to ask you as first order of business, because uh, the Auditor General's report was rather damning of the federal bureaucracy. Now, yeah. uh, the call center thing, well, I was talking last hour with uh, some of our friends in yes. here. I, I'm curious to know how you feel about this. Uh, 16 million calls came into these various call centers for pension-related matters, EI, and so on and so forth, 8 million of which did not get a personal no. individual servicing them. They were just redirected, put in voice jail, or hung up on. Right, right. <laughs> what, what does that tell you? Well, I was I think it was Derek who was saying he was like entirely satisfied with he was entirely satisfied with being unsatisfied by, <laughs> by Service Canada. And I found that curious because I do think that the, the issue here is that Justin and his team were elected because they could save the planet. Uh, but they can't actually get someone to answer the telephone in time. Uh, There are government departments that still communicate by fax. Mm. That's like extra... I don't even know. Who do you call to get the fax machine service? (laughs) I don't even know. They'd put you on hold anyway. (laughs) I don't even... But I love love, uh, the attitude of the bureaucracy. I'd take my daughter to get a new passport at the passport office in Montreal. And we're standing there. And I love Passport Canada because there's a line you stand in and you think, oh, this isn't so bad. There's only 200 people here today. You get to the front of the 200 and they give you a ticket to tell you which line to go and stand in the next room. And there's 800 people in that line. And this one woman, she just went berserk. She she just said, look, I came in here. I thought there were just 200 people in here that I'd get seen to. And look, I've got a plane to catch. And why can't you just give me the passport? And then, and there... The the pleasure of the bureaucratic official in screwing that woman over. Right. You could actually see it on her face. But I think I would like government uh, can do small things. The planet can take care of itself. And to be honest, would you want to entrust saving the planet to someone who's still using a fax machine? (laughs) That's... That's a great question. Yeah. Rhetorical or otherwise. I just remember my own ordeal when I went to get a passport and uh, the person asked me if I had any ID. I said, you're holding it. <laughs> you know, it was like a great circular <laughs> no, argument. No, no. Chicken I, and egg. <laughs> I had that with, with a uh, at the passport office once. I walked in and, uh, and, and the person, oh, yeah. Hey, I saw you on television last night. It was great. I really agreed with what you were saying. Right there. I said, okay, I'm just here to pick up my passport. And she said, have you any proof? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, you just uh, recognized me when I walked in the room. And it's Not like, good enough. No, no. Again with Mark Stein. Hey, let me ask you about this other big story. The breach of trust case against Vice Admiral uh, Mark Norman, it was dropped. Mm. Uh, and it's a real complex story. Mm. Uh, you know, I like where his lawyer, Marie Hennon, was saying that, uh, you know, she's upset by all the delays. I think this has been festering for about two years. Yeah. And I said, I got to ask Stein about legal delays. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'm in my eighth year. Yeah, in front of the choked septic tank 
uh, that calls itself the District of uh, Columbia Court System in Washington. I would love to have just be screwed over for two years <laughs> like uh, the Admiral has been. Uh, but she, she has, I, I mean... Putting that aside, that would be the express check-in and check-out at, uh, at, in an American uh, court. But she's absolutely right. You know that they're on the wrong end of this when they, uh, when they basically announced that they were going to pay his costs without him even requesting it or even being aware of it. Uh, and, and I believe the reporter actually intercepted him and said, oh, they, they're going to be paying your car. He said, are they? Oh, wow, he didn't know anything... <laughs> That tells you that they're uh, they're interested in shutting this thing down because they know it was a malicious prosecution from start to finish, uh, and and that uh, that's not something they want being aired in a civil suit uh, anytime soon. But it is interesting to me that uh, that we have a disturbingly weaponized uh, justice system at a very high level under Mr. Trudeau's ministry. Well, it's interesting you point that out. I mean, in America, that, you know, is uh, on steroids, as I guess they say, yeah, a yeah. weaponized system. And, oh, uh, absolutely. I, I mean, I'm not making... The U.S. federal justice system, um, as uh, your our mutual friend Conrad Black can tell you, is, is corrupt and depraved and uh, disgusting. But I don't like seeing things like uh, what uh, happened in this case happening here. Well, do you see it happening with increasing frequency? Do you think this is something now, uh, I don't know, that the uh, this particular government may use as a cudgel? I mean, that was the whole point and purpose of the whole SNC-Lavalin thing too, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think what's disgusting about that is the naked use of muscle, which I find... Uh, you know what? What's interesting to me is that you were mocking the sunny ways thing, mm. uh, and that's... That's Justin. There's a there's a point to being a nice Justin, but there's nobody wants a nasty Justin. You know, it, it, Justin has to be cast as the good cop because nobody wants a bad cop, Justin Trudeau. With with um, uh, Kretchen, when he was this like he had this like thuggish little ward healer aspect <laughs> of him. Uh, the whole Shawinigan hand. Everyone knew the Shawinigan handshake was uh, actually a genuine expression of what he wanted to do to people. Nobody wants a Justin. There's no use. There's no market for a Justin Trudeau who's not nice and sunny ways. And that's why, because it's been revealed that he's not nice, that he's tanking. Again with Mark Stein. Uh, let me ask you, because uh, this was Justin earlier this week when uh, in the aftermath of the election, the by-election out there in Nanaimo Ladysmith, yeah. where the Green member won, right. doubling doubling right. their right. membership in the House of Commons, uh, and the Liberals came in fourth. Uh, uh, they've been uh, depleted by about 73%, uh, I guess, uh, paired off the vote there. Uh, he attributed that to uh, a desire by progressives now, a clarion call, a signal that they were actually uh, turning towards saving the planet as opposed to the regimen that's being imposed by the likes of Andrew Scheer and Doug Ford and uh, Mr. Moe out in Saskatchewan and yeah. Jason Kenney yeah. soon to be. I mean, he took that pivot and said, that's what this is, a condemnation of all of these conservative leaders. How do you see it? No, that was like totally daft, even by uh, a post-election rationalization <laughs> Standards. The idea that, oh, uh, suddenly uh, the Green guy won uh, as a protest vote against Jason Kenney and Andrew <laughs> Scheer. Uh, right, no, it's a protest vote against you. <laughs> uh, and that's what's interesting, that the, 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 lefties are, the lefties are looking for something else. 
uh, and good for them in that sense. Because the the thing about the thing about it is, uh, you don't have to have a grubby left. I think these policies are deluded. I think the climate change thing is a lot of mumbo jumbo. But if you sincerely believe in it. You want some guy with clean hands cleaning the planet. A guy as a guy standing there dripping in sewage, which is what Justin Trudeau is doing at the moment, cannot be the guy to clean up the planet. And that's that's why they're going uh, uh, green at uh, at by election. So he's kind of lost the uh, moral authority or the moral high ground, is what you're saying. Yeah, I think it gets back. I think there's no point to a dirty Justin Trudeau. And what's what's fascinating about all this stuff. Um, is that in the, you, you know, Chrétien was never a romantic figure, um, but Justin was a romance, and there's nothing worse uh, in politics than when a romance goes sour, uh, and, uh, and, and it's all connected. What can this guy do? What can he do? He can't get, he can't even remember that the prime minister of Japan is a different person from the president of China. He can't get that right. Uh, and and at a certain point, uh, the, if you've got competence plus incompetence plus corruption, that's a very hard sell. Mm. So when romance goes sour, I was just in my mind hearing the piano tinkle. It's a quarter to three. Yeah. There's yeah. no one in the place. There's no one in the place but Justin. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And that's one sad bar. <laughs> with, with Mark Stein, as we close out, i got to ask you, what's your take on the naming of the new royal baby? Seventh in line, Archie uh, Harrison, Mountbatten, Windsor. Oh, to hell with that. <laughs> you know, the thing is, he those, those two, Harry and Meghan, and <laughs> I, I don't know which of Her Majesty's dominions they're going to wind up being dumped on. But you begin to understand why uh, Buckingham Palace is eager just to get him out of town. They took a dukedom. Uh, this kid's name is the Earl of Dumbarton. <laughs> That's it. That's it's it. And the fact that you named him because you're anxious to get Meghan out of here and make her the vice reign of the next governor general of Canada. So you think we'll kiss up to the Canadians by naming the kid after the great song Archie Archie, uh, Sugar Sugar <laughs> right. by the Archies, oh, yeah. by uh, the great Canadian songwriter Andy and, Kim. Andy Kim, uh, right. A big shout out to Andy Kim. <laughs> when Harry and Meghan are in Reno Hall, you're going to be getting the first invitation there. They they named the kid after you. <laughs> right. He's the Earl of Dumbarton. If you don't want your kid to be an Earl, don't accept a dukedom. I'm so tired of this. All stuff. right. Well, geez, we'll have to call a moratorium on this. Uh, obviously, security <laughs> where they were lacking to begin no, with. You can take Stein out now. Nobody needs a woke Earl. <laughs> Mark Stein, international best-selling author and host of the Mark Stein Show. Always great to have you drop by. Hey, great to be with you in studio. John. All right. Safe travels. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.